Welcome to the Bear Hug Club, a pro wrestling podcast of positivity. It's Wednesday. It's half 6 p.m. You know what that means. It's time for the Bear Hug Club podcast. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Ah! Ah! Who's this coming in? It's a run-in. It's a run-in. <laughs> With a... That's not a briefcase. That's just money Stella. in the Stella that's crate. Just, that's money in the Stella crate. <laughs> money in the money box. In the... In the oh, money <laughs> in the box of Stella. <laughs> and there's the money. Here we go. There's all my postman tips I got over Christmas. Uh because they didn't pay on on in card. Oh no. It, I got I got I got literal notes everywhere now I need to pick up. You said what did you say they didn't pay in they can pay in card to tip a postman? Do you walk around with a with a card reader? I wish. Uh, yeah. No, I just like no one. It's just uh, I know saying that, but just no one takes cash anymore anyway. So now it's just yeah. It's I, just, no, I see it more of as a frame that. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be an antique in what five years time. I had a, I genuinely had the other day an Uber driver spend twenty five minutes briefing me on cryptocurrency, um, <laughs> and uh, and you know what? I'm sold. Um, Andres, if you're if, on the off chance that you're watching this. Did he, um, did he try to sell you. you any particular coins? Or no, he, he didn't right. say. He didn't say what he was investing in. I kept mentioning like Bitcoin, Dogecoin, you know, the ones you Tell told you me about. I'm gonna check up right now, just in 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 honor of Andre. Andres. Andres. Uh, oh, actually, my Dogecoin that I bought for uh, f- uh, about five dollars is up to fifty six dollars. So okay, <laughs> there we are. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what, Andres, you, how you been, Scott? Uh, I've, I've been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we should uh, we should point out Scott is now joining the crew and he's also apparently bankrolling us with all that coin he's got. So welcome to the Scott, club! Yay! Scott, did you just pull up some wine as well as the Stella you're drinking? <laughs> I had, it, I had it with dinner earlier, and I spent so long drinking this one glass uh, that I. So, so, so you currently have a can open and a, and a glass of wine. Yeah, actually, yeah, it fits in already. It's a bottle. Uh, it's, uh, actually, it's a bottle. It's a bottle. All right. Well, I'll, I'll continue with my thirty-five p orange juice carton. Scott is like one step away from being that Michelin Web looks sketch where he goes to the petrol station, gets a loaf of bread, an apple, <laughs> and then two cans of strong well, lager. Actually, I only have one pound thirty-five on me. Maybe I should get two cans of this lager beer you so recommend, just in case mm. one doesn't, mm, yeah, yeah, quench, doesn't quench my, my thirst. Perishing thirst. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and maybe you should take a nap on the curb outside. What a wonderful idea! <laughs> I miss that Michelin Web look. Oh, mate! So I, I watched all the highlights of season two, and I'm saying it: season two, best season. Although my bet. 
despite the fact my favourite sketch is the post-apocalyptic game show, which comes to the later seasons. Which became Speaking very of... realistic during COVID. Oh, incredibly. <laughs> don't go outside and don't think of the pandemic. <laughs> Speaking of uh, later over-bloated seasons, Raw was on Monday. <laughs> so we'll kick it off, we? <laughs> I we thought we work, might as well going, bring it back to backwards. wrestling. <laughs> uh, this is the WrestleMania Hangover 2021 because it's no longer the post show; it is now the Hangover of WrestleMania. Because yep. every every year at WrestleMania, uh, it doesn't matter that the build up's been shite. It doesn't matter that you know. Uh, sometimes it doesn't even matter if the match has been subpar. As long as it ends well, WrestleMania is bloody great. Uh, and this WrestleMania, both days, awesome. I really enjoyed uh, a lot of the matches. I think Night 2 uh, <laughs> had a, a really good idea uh, in getting the Fiend match over with. So, And then the rest of it was great. I Just honestly, solid show, start to finish. Uh, main event, Night 1, solid. Uh, oh, main event, yeah. Night 2, absolutely solid. Mm. Um, and then... Well, Raw, and then well, Raw. We'll we'll get to all that first, but let's do an order. So obviously, we're going to go through the whole of the main points of WrestleMania let's week. So why don't we it. start? Why don't we start good and start with Takeover, which I think oh, is one of the best nah. takeovers they've done in a long while. And then I've kind of, I think we've like we said that a lot of times in, in the previous ones, but this one really did feel like one of the most solid takeovers they've done in a long time. Um, right, we don't have to go through everything because it was obviously another two night event, but um, highlights to me, I think the standout match was definitely Champa and Walter. I completely 100% agree. I'd say I would say that match is at a, at a level with uh, Cole and O'Reilly. I think they're, they're drawing, but for different reasons because they do different styles of match. But both of them, there wasn't <laughs> one moment when I wasn't looking away from the screen. Like dur- during yeah. bits of WrestleMania, despite how good WrestleMania was, I'd look over and like. I don't know, stare at my lamp for a little while and think about life. But, <laughs> like, th- 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 no, those no matches and a lot of takeover just had my full attention and I was fully invested. It was just good the, wrestling. You compare it to Cole and O'Reilly, and I swear the difference is uh, Cole and O'Reilly told a story that's been going on for a very long time. And, you know, story-wise, that's what, that's what elevated the mm. match. Uh, oh, yeah. Walter can just kind of show up and, and beat the shit out of someone, and it's the best match on the card yeah. Uh, yeah and then you know when you let him tell a story as well like uh like his his uh program with dragonov it just elevates it even higher and and you know he's the kind of champion that i i would never want to see beaten i'm hoping it it becomes like that i hope it's uh uh, I mean, how long has he had it now? Like six hundred days. He's beaten done, so he's the longest reigning. It's yeah, it's getting it's getting there. I it's think getting, like, like two years or something. It's crazy. The, like the longest in what over twenty odd years or something like that. Longest WWE reign since like I want to say the either the late eighties or early nineties or something. Oh, um, was Punk beaten by anyone? Oh, um, I think Walter and Dunn surpassed. Walter and Dunn yeah, they, they, they did because because yeah. yeah. I mean I mean like you know. Since them, has anyone beaten Punk? Because that was like 430-odd. No, I don't think they did. I, I reckon Vince probably wanted to do it, but then it's like, that's like another year and a bit. Well, he has to commit. A champion. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm sure he wanted to. <laughs> I'm sure he wanted to with Jinder. I'm sure he wanted to with whichever one reigns one at the time. But mm-hmm. uh, they don't seem to have any kind of... Uh, they have. They just have commitment issues, to be honest. I think they need to, you know, get out of the dating pool. 
uh, I don't think Vince has. Grow up, Vince. You're not a teenager anymore. Yeah, you know, there's some kind of daddy issues going on, right? You know, his dad was this, uh, uh, you know, uh, guy that would never, you know, break up the territories. And then out of spite for his father, he was just like, I'm going to break up all the territories. And, you know. Maybe it's another bit of long-term booking, but it's like the longest-term booking, and it's all leading up to one big match eventually somewhere down the line. Vince versus his dad back from the grave. Vince versus his dad versus Shane versus whoever Shane's kid is. One of them. He's got <laughs> That's That's true. It can only, there can only be all one. All three of them on, a, on the shoulders in a big trench oh, coat. Oh, with a big trench coat. <laughs> I've just come back from uh, the business factory where I do business. <laughs> but yeah you're absolutely right about well i mean you can literally just bring him in and it'll just be the match yeah, like, there, there, was, there, was, there was like you know, about Walter. i'm bringing it back around <laughs> um <laughs> yeah um because there wasn't much build to it but then when we actually watched the hype package the actually the little story they did tell was pretty good going into it but you're absolutely right you, you could just put him on there without any build and it would just steal the show i think and he just wants to smash people and tables with his bare hand apparently oh yeah, my god that, was that bit tasty because <laughs> because it, it, it wasn't even an even cut it looked like oh my i don't know i wanted to go back and look at it it was very like <laughs> it was to, to me it was very much just like let's just like kind of saw it a bit you know you know that if you got a toy of it which if they ever make a a, a walter special edition it will probably come with that table it would just be like a, a zigzag cut on it that would just like clip together <laughs> and then just <laughs> unclip like that i have i have one of those i think for the kevin owens uh i have yeah i the the yeah the kevin owens chris jericho special friendship one uh yeah, yeah. That's just, it's the standard like thing that. with anything that breaks in two as yeah. an accessory. Yeah. But otherwise, it was so good. Incredible. So good. So good. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'd say you're right. Um, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole was again another show stealer. It's very much kind of like the new Champer and Gargano feud, really, isn't it? Mm. It's, it's something that I guess has had... Well, they haven't really long-term booked it like they could with Gargano and Champa, but then they had the whole thing with Champa being injured to build it that way. Um, do you reckon we're going to see more out of them two going forward, or do you reckon it was just this one-and-done affair? Well, it shows this clip right after the match of them both. It's it's incredible, because I saw this on their, on their Instagram, because this is something I might not have seen on their other stuff. But they, they, were, they were getting pushed on two uh, separate stretches through the hospital. Uh, they're still <laughs> yeah. mouthing off at each other as they're going through the hospital <laughs> after their separate treatment. I think that's amazing. I want to see... I want to see more of that, and uh, it looks like Cole is still really, really mad, despite the fact that he's so injured. So I'm, I'm hoping they do a. Um, he- hell, they- no, they should do Helen and I see you. Hitting each just, other just, with yeah. IV drips. They just like, they just like, they don't say anything. They're just during a takeover. It, it cuts to a vignette, and it's just like Adam Cole, and just like beep. And then uh, he like he like leans up, looks over, and the curtain pulls back, and it's just Kyle. And then they just they just start fighting. Just why not? <laughs> just just like I mean, why not? 
You know, yeah. just fight, yeah. just fight in a in a in, in a hospital ward and in they a go, full hospital. They like they like make it make it a whole comedy bit and they just like they're just fighting and they walk into a thing. The camera stays there, pans up, and it, it's like infectious diseases. And then they 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 fight out the other side of the door and they've all got like pusses and boils on them. You know why not? Why no. not? An old and man it. falls down the, down the hallway. They grab his colostomy bag. One of them gets hit by it. <laughs> um... <laughs> you know, it, you know that's gonna happen because Vince loves poop. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. hands down. Um, yeah, just chucking urine samples at one another. Like, mm-hmm. go whole hog with it. Throwing doctors at one another. I think, I, I the think nurses I, in. I think I'm going way darker than anyone needs to. I just imagine them like. Uh, uh... <laughs> Just like like uh, Adam Cole knocks Kyle out and then throws him onto a bed. I'm like, oh, what is this? this is really weird. And then he 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 goes outside and then uh, he presses a button and the camera pulls back to reveal he's in like an X-ray machine. <laughs> and then Kyle, then Kyle goes like, "Am I all right?" And then uh, Cole looks at him and goes, "Yeah." <laughs> The, the only match ever to end with just the re the rekindling of a friendship straight away. I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, a- Adam actually finds a tumor, and they're just like, they're just like "Oh, uh," and then and then <laughs> the match the match it just says like six months later, and he's just, he's he's like just just getting uh, released, and and Cole's waiting there from like, "You okay, buddy?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I am." I'm like, oh, okay, and then they start fighting again in the parking lot. <laughs> That's long-term booking, right? Yeah, that I feel right like there. I feel like we're booking the too many cooks of pro wrestling. <laughs> that's what needs. I think that's when, yeah. yeah. While we're I, still in COVID times, right? We need the too many cooks uh, cinematic match to happen right now before yeah, it's too late. Need, we just need two superstars that are feuding to be off off screen for like six months and then when that six months is up it shows that they've, they've still been having the same match that's why they've been off and they do a six month recap on what's just happened over <laughs> over that time and like you said it's like a too many cooks kind of thing where they basically go on a long tour around the country having this match with one another i'm here for it I'm here anyway for it. yeah takeover was good takeover was good really um, good new Bunch of new champions as well. Carrying Cross won the belt back. I was still unsure going in if, if it would be him, but then I think that they clearly were like we we need to just keep putting everything on this guy. Well, well that, that's that's match, the definition but... of like a transitional champion, right? Someone gets injured, mm. you give it to someone else to give it back to them. And I think to be able to tell uh, a lot of the story that they did with uh, Bala during that props, you know. Um, it, it it meant that it wasn't just like he won it, nothing happened, and then he mm-hmm. he he got rid of it. He ended up having being like a really pivotal part of the the Unsweet Era feud, and and you know aiding in that that Cole O'Reilly story, and probably now being able to continue that story. Uh, so that's really good. I I wouldn't be surprised if we see more Bala O'Reilly teaming up, uh, something like that. You know. Yeah. No, I'd be down for that. And I mean. They're really sort of stacking up the main event scene again. So obviously you've got Kyle O'Reilly now in that main event picture, uh, Finn Balor, and if he is sticking around, we'll still be there. I reckon we'll get a rematch between those two. Um, and then maybe Adam Cole, whenever he's due back from this injury angle that they're doing. But yeah, overall takeover was definitely the highlight in terms of wrestling across both the, across the whole week. So yeah. Um, For I sure. Agree. 
Uh, and props to props to Raquel Gonzalez as well, who absolutely enjoys the title. Uh, no, it, uh, enjoys absolutely deserves. The, I'm sure uh, she enjoys title. it too. Sure she, she probably yeah, does enjoy it. Yeah. She deserves like, to enjoy uh, it. Yeah. What the fuck am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> this belt can't hold up my trousers. It's way too big. <laughs> no, very much props to her. Um, but yeah, no, takeover was absolutely solid. Um, after obviously following that would, would have been the Hall of Fame, which we touched upon a little bit last week and how weird it was. The whole thing just basically looked mm. like a 2K cutscene. My friend yeah, said, oh, I agree. Yeah. It's like it's because with the with the, the way they just had to it's not as bad as me watching a match and they've pumped pumped the sound in. I you can kind of like get away with it a little bit, even though we know. But when it's someone stood on stage talking and they're having to match everything to the way they're talking and it looks like they're trying to talk to a crowd that isn't there. It just felt like a cutscene from a video game. Yeah, it, it, it does. It awesome. does. It does feel like because if you do, if you ever played those cutscene ones or like those promo ones and in the two K games, it's actually just like uh, you, you you like get out, like get the cheers, and then just and then you press A or X or whatever, and then it's just like, <laughs> like I want to well. thank everyone, yeah. and then suddenly it pumps back into the crowd again. I I still can't. I just can't do the the canned crowd stuff mm-hmm. uh, because because I can't not hear when it be- begins to repeat, and yeah. I I my my I just signal out like uh, single out that one like particular cheer, and then I hear it again and again and again, and it's like it's just it's just not it just doesn't work, and especially there when the wrestling's ha- mm-hmm. happening, there's other sounds going on at least, and you can just kind of get lost in that. But when someone's trying to say like. Thank you all, everyone watching. And then you hear like, woo! And then they're like, uh, I really want to thank my brother. And then you hear, woo! <laughs> and then they're just like, they're just like, oh, and that darn JBL. Woo! It's just, it's just when, it's just when they, they play the laugh track after they think they've done an absolute zinger and you're just like, well, that wasn't funny. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like in You've Been Framed. I've watched it, me and my family watch it so many times now. I can tell it's an episode of You've Been Framed because there's always a baby crying in the laugh tracks. And I don't know if they just recorded all these laugh tracks on the same day because that baby is crying throughout and he's crying in every one. And I can tell which one they use because the baby's crying in a different way in each one. Uh, so it's to, it's to the point. It, it's like it's the same with the can thing in the Thunderdome now. It is like like Garrett said. I'm starting to notice the same people laughing. Yeah. Um. I mean, other than that, it, it was nice watching a Hall of Fame that was short. It wasn't like a four hour overblown thing. At least they kept it concise. And I think everyone was doing this deserving this. Year, and it was worth it seeing RVD go in just for that backstage promo of Riddle at Mania. Mm. <laughs> weed, weed is technically uh, like canon in WWE now. How about that? <laughs> as if, as if weed didn't exist in the law. Like they've they never mentioned it before, but now in law of WWE, weed is somewhat canon. Get yourself some RVD roll papers. <laughs> <laughs> They're one of a kind. I, I, I'm sorry, but the best part about that backstage thing was just great. Carly just kind of not stood there, just like, not knowing what the fuck was going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh yeah i mean hall of fame was, was good for what it was uh but then mm. wrestlemania um and talking night about one night one talking about the best night long-term one. booking ever though god getting his revenge on vince for 2006 <laughs> backlash uh like <laughs> the show starts, 
perfectly with Vince doing this big opening. And it was just so weird watching it because all I could see was the fans behind Michael Cole just going, what? What? Well, and I was like, well, something's happened there. Then they all just start leaving. I'm just like, wait, 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 where are you going, guys? Where are you going? And then it's yeah. just 45 minutes of them pulling everything out their ass that they can well, just to get that it gets going. <laughs> was some of the best parts of WrestleMania, genuinely. It was. Because there was it no was. script. Because they were yeah. just like, oh, uh, 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 Bobby, you talk. Uh, Drew, you, uh, Heyman. Uh, uh, watching the, uh, and that was watching great. The New Day, watching the New Day without a script was just sick. It was so, like, it was refreshing. Like, oh, imagine what these guys could do. Genuinely. Which made it so much more sour when we get to Raw later. Uh, but we'll get, of course, we <laughs> oh, will get oh, to Raw later. Remind me to talk about how scripted Rhea sounded. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Oh, God. Oh. But anyway, then the first match began. Uh, well, well, hang on, we didn't, we didn't get into the best part. Never, about never, the never, <laughs> then <laughs> was Michael Cole and Samoa Joe in ponchos. Yeah. I was just about to say in a with a suit underneath as well. <laughs> well they, weren't gonna take, they weren't going to take the suit off, were they? Oh, oh, oh I'm fine. <laughs> just Samoa Joe and Michael Cole completely naked in a poncho, like a see-through oh, poncho. Please. Oh please, please, please! I want to see Michael Cole's weird tattoos again. That's what I want. Oh dear. Yes. Uh, <laughs> crack it on with night one. Then uh, let me just get up the lineup, and we'll kind of run through it. Uh, ba -ba. Results. Yep. So obviously the night opened with Bobby Lashley versus defeating Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Um, who here had Lashley for this one? Because I picked Drew stupidly. Wait, wait oh, Chase is here. Oh, <laughs> hey, buddy. Out and about <laughs> another running. Oh, he's, gone. he's, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> run in and run back out again. Like, <laughs> hey, Jace. Hi, Jace. <laughs> uh, 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 I forget uh, who I have. Hello. Hey, buddy. Hello. I'm only here for two minutes. I'm on a fag break. All right. How's work? <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's my first day. Ooh, nice. Nice. I just, I just came to say the champ is here. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that was the biggest letdown this weekend. Both me and Scott failed to beat Jace. Yeah. I wasn't in contention, but I got the same amount of points, so whatever. <laughs> but even if you were in contention the title would have stayed with me alright well can you get rid of him Greg please he's kind of ruining the show right now so uh... <laughs> no that's the opposite of what I wanted <laughs> see this is the show <laughs> I mean the show was going pretty well until you showed up <laughs> anyway what, what match were you talking about uh, we just literally started talking about McIntyre versus Lashley um, I picked McIntyre Although I was originally, I'd put Lashley, so I got quite mad at myself for changing my mind. I did yeah, the same exact same thing. Yeah. I I Lashley. Lashley. It just makes I mean, sense. I think McIntyre is taking it. I think McIntyre is going to take it at SummerSlam. I mean, that would probably be the obvious way. I mean, it looks like maybe putting him about the title picture for now, because um, Lashley what, what did the whole thing of like he needs to work his way up to fighting me. But they don't really have many big names on Raw at the moment that could challenge Lashley, where it's unbelievable. I mean, they yeah. buried the fuck out of Riddle on Raw, but we'll get to that. Yeah, oh, we, yeah, we will. <laughs> I have a lot to say about Raw. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, I had Drew because I, th I thought like... <laughs> I thought they were going to be like, okay, Drew hasn't been like this big credible cha champion in front of the crowd yet. 
I thought mm. they were going to give him like because his big mania moment came without a crowd last year. Yeah. So I was like, oh, surely he's going to get the win then because he's almost owed a crowd reaction for a mania match. But then I forgot that Bobby Lashley is sick uh, and MVP is sick. And the Hurt Business was, was. sick. Uh, we'll get to that too. Um, but MVP and Lashley, such a good duo. Uh, I almost want to see Leo Rush with them. Um, but no, yeah. New, New Japan's strong right now, I'm afraid. Yeah, no, that is that is very fair. But um, yeah, no, the match was a great like almost like a classic uh wwe good hoss battle match kind of thing um i enjoyed it it's um i can understand why people would want uh, uh mcintyre's crowning in front of a crowd i think this was the smart idea though i think people have actually already soured to drew winning again mm. uh not soured to him i don't think they're you know they don't think they want to boot him but i think you know it's not the time. I also don't think it was a good idea to have him already on Raw, talking ahead here, already on Raw be uh, booked for for WrestleMania backlash. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. There's a lot we're getting to later. <laughs> What's the one after backlash? WrestleMania money in the bank. WrestleMania backlash money in the bank. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I like how they said it was on WrestleTalk. I like how they said, I can't wait for next year's WrestleMania. WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania 37 2. Electric. Wait. Boogaloo. WrestleMania 37 2, night 3. And yeah. Four. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it wasn't the time. If you're going to do a Drew win again, let it be next year let there be a full crowd let it be in the fucking uk do oh. a do a do a show up north you know do you, uh, want a Glasgow? you, you don't you don't need to they'll do a sh- it'll be Saint, a, it'll Saint be a James london show or a manchester a show lovely I'm sure. stadium <laughs> it will it, be it'll be london or manchester but oh. you know do it do it as as north as you can get it uh you know for example don't come down to my ends don't come to plymouth i'm sure we'd still cheer for drew but it's not going to be the same uh, do that. Have it be against whoever beats Lashley if they're a heel, or Lashley down the line if he's done some good heel work. And you know, this was not the right time. This was the good call. Uh, yeah, it's solid, solid opener. Or have it in Glasgow. Then the book drew to lose, and it'll be the first time they have a legit riot on their hands since maybe the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> it would make for good. Oh. Uh, Make for good press. Well, oh, yeah, all press that, is good yeah. press. Yeah, it'll make for press. It will. People will be pressed. <laughs> but yeah, nope. Solid opener. It was just a solid, good hoss fight. I agree. Uh, after that, it was the tag team turmoil match, which was yeah, it, it was the weakest of night, weakest match of night one. It was only really entertaining for the fact that Mandy Rose fell on her ass and bounced. Yeah, and we'll get to that <laughs> later too. Um, but no, yeah, uh, like other than that as well, I also want to get your opinion on another thing, the both of you, and that mm. is the Riot Squad's finisher because they used it twice and twice they got a pinfall victory over one of the tag teams. Does it look awkward? Because I think it looks awkward. 
What's the move again? It's a almost like a kind of weird backstabber thing, and then Ruby Riot comes down for a senton whilst the the position of the backstabbers being held. Oh yeah, it's always like a yeah. backstabber or a code breaker, if I remember rightly. It's one of the two. I think but it's, it's a backstabber like, and the helder. Yeah, but it's like it looks like a very awkward thing to sell because you got to remain balanced on Liv Morgan, but also convincingly look like you're dead. Well, to be honest, that would probably kill because there's no give really. <laughs> mm. uh, there's no there's no bump that you take. There's just it's like um, people always talk about one of the worst moves to take is Jeff Hardy's Swanton because you just get landed on mm. uh and you're i don't know it depends how much pressure they put on the knees and whatnot it it i don't know i feel like it could be a decent finish um mm. we just need more women's tag matches going on we i do. think mm. uh, and different people winning and stop breaking up already established teams exactly yeah. exactly I mean... When you look at that list, wasn't it literally just the Riot Squad who were a proper tag team? Yeah, well, they that... they were a proper tag team, but they're also uh, you know a woman short. Who, yeah, you know. So, I that's why I had them down to win because I yeah. had Riot Squad to win, and I, it was really good for me. Foolish boy, <laughs> tag teams don't win in the tag team division. Yeah, <laughs> imagine imagine writing down something like Iconics or or Riot Squad. You foolish boy, or or or. Like the, the, were they fire and desire? Yeah. Imagine. No. This is foolish. 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 I miss foolish. the. We know that women's tag teams may only uh, last at most three weeks. At most. It's and sad. And that's all I gotta say about. And Tamina's also uh, the reason I didn't put that team. I was like, oh, and Tamina's also there. That's great. And I was like, yeah, that team's getting stomped. They won. So I was yeah. like fine people people are actually weirdly behind tamina especially in the back um i mean probably because she's been there for so long yeah she hasn't been given anything over she has i think one of the lowest win rates in all of wwe it's something like 20 percent um for how long she's been there so don't get me wrong i don't like them as a team i don't think she's you know she, I mean, she's fine, whatever. But, but you know, if they're going to give us something, they should probably, you know, do it as soon as. This is somewhat a mania moment, even if it didn't result in her winning the tag belts. Right. Yeah. yeah to to get a to get a win at Mania is yeah know, solid with, with 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 one of the worst looking super spl- super fly splashes, but. Mm. Hey ho! Um, following that, it was probably uh, tied for my favorite match of the weekend, which was Cesaro and Seth Rollins. Oh, um, I don't think anyone was in doubt that this was going to be a solid match, and... especially since the build was oh, "I don't want to be swung," uh, and that was it. <laughs> That's all you needed. That's why it was so good. I'll tell you what, though, I am because I, like, I don't watch the SmackDown Raw weekly, but I didn't. I, I am loving uh, when they showed the high package, the whole um, campaign videos Seth Rollins creating. Yeah, no, that, them showing that like was the build. That yeah. that was fine because they had that, that was... and then I just love how at the end it's like the the thing in American campaign videos where it's like this video is paid for by the team of Seth Rollins kind of thing. It was just so mm. perfectly done. Um, but yeah, the match itself was just 
Like, I mean, I, I mean, it, it was always going to be good. I mean, these two basically went up through the indie scene together, and I think they've probably wrestled each other like hundreds of times, so they could probably do it with their eyes shut. But the the spots and sequences in this match were absolutely mind blowing. Like, it's the it just stood out like like by a country mile compared to a lot of the other matches on the card. It has one of the best uh, um, stomp reversals. Oh, I agree. Uh, like, genuinely, I didn't pop that hard at something like that since um, the RKO. The, the big stomp reversal, yeah. Um, but, but like no, how that... the Royal Rumble's reserved for Kofi's famous uh, Rumble escapes, uh, WrestleMania's kind of become Seth Rollins' stage for like ridiculous stomp reversals. <laughs> Which for I him, think... it, means, it means he's always yeah, going to get reversed, right. but yeah. Yeah. I was gonna. I was. I'm just gonna throw out a really hot Seth Rollins take that I saw over, over the weekend. Uh, mm. Someone posted that he's just. He, he just. He's just not very good. He just takes moves from Japan and doesn't do them well. Uh, like for example, his old ripcord knee, that he did, uh, yeah. which I think Kenny did in their third match with Okada, um, where he turned the Rainmaker into the knee. Um, it's a. I don't know. I kind of agree. I just don't think he's he's wrestling um, as well as as I've seen him wrestle mm. at, right now. And I I don't know where I'm going with this take. I just don't think he was. That, <laughs> I just don't think he's that great right now. Um, maybe he's not wrestling. I, I don't know. He's just not. He's just not at that. St- he's not as good as Cesaro right now. Yeah. For example. Um, I don't know. It doesn't have that fire. When when he was a babyface, it didn't matter because it was like, oh fuck, I'm I, I, the Seth freaking Rollins, and he's fighting Triple H, and he just set the ramp on fire. This is sick. But now he's just kind of a heel that does the exact same stuff. I feel like he needs to uh, heal up a little bit more in his <laughs> move set, and then maybe I would be like, I'd get it. I'd get behind that a bit more. Right now, I'm loving the character work. Character work's pretty cool. Mm. But hmm. the the moves haven't really caught up to that t- for me. I see where you're coming from. I mean, I think you're right in that. It, it, certain matches he will show up for and absolutely crush it. But then I can think of just as many where I just was either bored or not entertained by them. Like, I think it's, at certain points he will just dial up. I, th- I thought he did pretty well at this one. I mean, but a lot of that was just having really good offense for Cesaro to sort of transition moves into, especially a lot of like tasty looking uppercuts. I still think he's uh, head and shoulders above uh, a lot of the roster at the moment. And uh, that that being said, I still think uh, backstage still mute a lot of people's move sets like big time. Especially if you say look at the NXT call ups in particular. Uh, and one big example being the Viking Experience Raider boys. Um, they they've had their move set very very muted by the main roster. Um, Ruby Riot's another one, in fact. So so like, it, it, it's it's weird to say that like I still think Seth Rollins can do moves really really well. I just think that there's not a lot of them. Well, the, um, okay, it might. It, I think it's because I watch a lot of other product. And things like that. Um, Meltzer said it pretty well. He said, um, uh, at least we know that Seth Rollins has been watching quite a lot of Will Ospreay. Um, <laughs> and, and like, you know, that's that for me is a little bit weird. Um, 
it just a lot of his set feels very derivative of other people and that's a weird thing all of wrestling is derivative you mm. know only one person got to invent a ddt and then everyone just kind of tweaked it a little bit but it just it especially with uh with him right now it, nothing feels very when i see a move by him the only move he does that is just like oh that's that's seth Rollins that does that is the stomp and it's not really much it's not really a move so much as just like a stomp I'd also be willing to throw the buckle bomb in there as well. Whenever I see a buckle bomb, I'm like, ah, Seth Rollins. Uh, mainly because that's the thing that puts Sting on the shelf for God knows how long. And Balor. And Balor. And probably someone else. I don't uh, know. I'm not going to send allegations like that. <laughs> and the, ma- the, <laughs> the man can also do a very good midsection kick. Like... It's it's one of the main thing uh, things I noticed him. Do, he does it like twice, maybe three times a match. Likes to kick someone in the stomach. Mm. No, and he's just very good at the flippy flippy stuff. But then that's a lot of talent at the moment. Yeah. Um, what are we thinking in regards to Cesaro? Then do you think this is going to be the start of him getting something bigger? Do you think there's going to be actual push behind this, or do you think it was just because? <sighs> wow. Well, you've been with us this long. Here's a WrestleMania win. I think. I think. I yeah I I'm super pessimistic about it. I mean I I love his WrestleMania moment. I love his genuine reaction to it, and I want I want there to be a big push. I mean the uh, the Intercontinental Title as it should be, which is like the workers' belt, is very much made for him. Mm. Um, what people want is a, a main title win. Uh, well is he he's on Raw still, right? Yes. Yeah. No. Well, wait, is, he... wait, is Seth, Seth and Cesaro SmackDown? I think they SmackDown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well then, well then, you know, I don't, I don't see WWE letting Cesaro beat Reigns. So, so that's the end of that conversation. Hmm. Mm. It might. There might be one throw-off pay-per-view match where Cesaro will lose, and it'll be sad. I, I, uh, I see them doing a uh, Cesaro gets the visual win like brian got the tap out on reigns but doesn't get the win you know like he knocks him out but then also uh jay pulls the ref out and he gets the three but doesn't count i would Other love than that, he's not he, he won't get the world title as much as he deserves it and oh, yeah. would be a would be a great chat i would love if he got money in the bank i think that would be a good gig he might get sand out but still, I I just want to see like a lick of hope in there that he could steal a steal a title win that way. I could I could see them maybe putting the belt on him in two scenarios: one, just for a transitional moment if they needed it, and the other, if by some miracle we had a repeat of something like Coffee Mania, where just by pure circumstance he is suddenly in the spotlight and the the crowd the crowd swell. Yeah. Force. Yeah, well, you, that's that's it. You just said crowd swell, and we don't have that. You can't yeah. have a Kofi moment when you don't have a crowd to <laughs> Kofi off of. You Poor just yeah, you just can't, you can't get that kind of organic thing going right now because you it's very difficult to convince the back that the crowd are behind me when the crowd are on a television screen. Mm. I was really happy about is when now I'm just depressed. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 so I'm very pessimistic about it. I I see him getting, um, probably going into a feud with Sheamus then, because they have the history there. Hey, the do bar a, do, Exactly. Do a do a. You, oh, oh, the Intercontinentals on SmackDown. 
Well, it would have to be with Apollo Crews. Well, I guess that would still be a really good Apollo. That would be fine. I don't know how. Yeah, yeah, you could build that. Sure. Uh, If not, I'd just have him build for a long time and then have him be a, uh, you know, like Soul Survivor at Survivor Series. Do that kind of do that kind of gig with him. I think just just have him rack up a win after win after win. If they keep doing this, right, which is when you know when you know someone's doing well is when you give them a pretty long match on a massive card that isn't for a title. And I, to me, that's like that's like you you've got some faith behind this guy to just like that's when you're building them. And when you when you give them a match against Seth Rollins at Mania, that's. That's that's some good shit right there. So if they just mm. keep doing that through pay per views, just give him high profile matches against high profile people. Um, eventually down the line, maybe maybe me saying that he won't beat Reigns would be you know would be me saying you know he could be Reigns. Yeah, I mean I think either way we'll hopefully see more out of him, which is deserving of it. And you never know, we could be surprised in a year's time where he could be the champion. Who's to say? And either way, we we got a really good Mania match with a really good moment at the end. And at the mm. end of the day, that's fine. That is fine. Uh, moving on then, it was the uh, Idris Styles and Omos defeating the New Day for the Tag Team Championships. Um, again, just a pretty solid Tag Team match. I liked the the story they told with that they were just basically keeping AJ away from Omos the whole match. It was, it was a weird shift because usually this is more of a heel tactic. But you can kind of understand why they had to flip that role reversal because they were like, well, we don't want to fucking deal with that big bastard. Yeah, um, no, actually, it's, it's actually really like solid to all of them how they can turn that into a face thing, kind of, you know? Yeah, it's like yeah. good strategy almost. Yeah. I just think Kofi and Xavier can work with literally anyone and make a match good. Oh, they yeah. were they were also in the ring with AJ, uh, like yeah. PWI, <laughs> so like top wrestler so of many years. <laughs> it's, it's little wonder almost came off looking like an absolute mega star because he had three of the best workers in wrestling helping them get to that level. Oh, they made, uh, they made him a monster. It was great. Yeah. Mm. I mean, because that was the thing. He, he comes in and like just doesn't sell a damn thing like Good. at all. Good. And that's what you want out of a giant of that size and caliber. You want him to be a believable monster. Um, and I popped massively for the phenomenal forearm off his shoulders. Even though it did look yeah. a little bit clunky, but Ooh. at the same time, yeah. But at the same time, it was like that that was cool. That was a fun spot. Um, and yeah, not a lot you can really say other than the fact like he looked really good, nearly snapping both members of the New Day in half and pinning them with one foot. And I think it's gonna lead to the obvious dissension with him turning on AJ eventually, because it's obviously that AJ's more it's probably going to be a lot of tag team matches with AJ doing very little and almost kind of having to be the muscle for it, but it, it'll be entertaining to see what happens with it. Yeah. Uh, moving past that then, uh, this match, I think a lot of people weren't really sure what to expect, but I thoroughly enjoyed it, was Braun Strowman defeating Shane McMahon in a steel cage. I think I what think... I like to I think what I like about it is it didn't go too long, which is why a lot of night sure. one was good. It was all perfectly paced. I thought, I, like, if this had been on your full one night event WrestleMania, I could have easily seen this match maybe going like half an hour. And after ten minutes, we'd all be like, right, well, can we just get to the fucking end already? That have keep trying to work in spot after spot, whereas they just kind of kept it really concise. Yeah, uh, it was fine. I think there's more people in there that just shouldn't have 
been there and are badly booked. Uh, for example, um, Jackson Riker. Is that his name? Yeah. 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 Uh, teaming, teaming with our good old song boy who, who um, you know, used to have, like Elias used to have massive crowd reactions. Elias just, used to be so over, or yeah. just, or just have a lot of. Remember that one time him and Kevin Owens made an entire arena boo for fifteen yeah. minutes straight. He, he was like, so, so incredibly good at getting like massively over or incredible heat. Yeah, mm. and now he's attacks Braun Strowman and then gets pushed away. Yeah, and then that's it. It's like all right, cool. He has a crown for the first time in ages, and they didn't even do a whole walks with Elias thing. It's just like I, I, I want, I want him to come to the UK and do the whole like, oh, playing along with the chance they're giving me kind of thing that he did. <sighs> I mean, does he, does he still do much of the whole live playing? Not really. Not- him and Jackson Riker say a couple things, uh, and then they always just get it, like, I don't know. It's, it's always a bit I kind of skip over for Raw because nothing. Jackson Riker's there just for the sake of. I'm still here, kind of thing. He's big and muscly, so they want him. Mm. I see. But, uh, yeah, the Forgotten Sons are forgotten. So, yeah, they've they <laughs> kind of disappeared again, right? <laughs> <laughs> they have <laughs> legit for being forgotten. Mm-hmm. That's method. <laughs> it's not. It's not just method. It's proper meta, is what it is. <laughs> I mean, it's a bit unjust given that Riker was the reason why they were off TV. For, mm. for saying stupid things, and yet now he's the one who's prominently still on TV. This all being said, this match, I think I said it in our group chat as well, had no right being good, but I had a nice time watching it, and I'm yeah. puzzled. I, I, I mean, it did it did what needed. It, it, it had enough in there that there were some big spots. You, you gave enough to make Braun look like a monster still mm. by the fact he peeled the cage open. Oh, Great. Um, I just end launch Shane off the top of it. So there's Shane I am at, high bum for the night. I am at the point where I don't I don't want that anymore. I don't want Shane to keep doing that. I He's genuinely one, right? genuinely that looked like one of the worst because he landed a really high angle on, on the top of his back and you know like head on the on the mat. And yeah. you know, just Stop I'd it. say this Stop. was arguably one of his more dangerous ones because usually when yeah. he jumps off something high, yeah. they padded the fuck out the bottom of it. Like when you look at the Hell in the Cell with Taker, you could see the crash pads kind of thing. Right. Whereas this was him just landing straight back bump in a ring, and there's very little give or protection for that. Uh, yeah, I did win. Yeah, a I lot. I mean, a lot win. of his a lot of his falls are, are him doing a drop uh, or or going straight back. This was like a a, a, a somersault, right? He's going yeah. he's going straight over. And it almost felt like he didn't get enough rotation. I think he did, and he's fine, hopefully. Uh, because you know, I, I quite like Shane. I think he's funny sometimes. And I love Raw Underground. Raw Underground is my favorite. So I just really want Shane <laughs> to be okay, and I want more Raw Underground. Um, what were we talking about? Anyway, what's the next match? <laughs> next match? Uh, it was... Oh, it was, again, another surprising one, which had nowhere near being as good as it was. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest... Defeating the Miz and John Morrison. It's great. Performance of Mania. It was great. The performance of Mania. Yeah. I mean, the best celebrity performance they've probably had on a card, mm. arguably, like one of the best for sure. I mean, you, you, like I, I will say, um, 
it's clear, obviously, Miz and Morrison went above and beyond to make him look good. But then uh, equally, mm. it's clear, it's clear Bad Bunny has put in some of the work himself. Well, he, he seemed like a lifetime fan. He's worked very, uh, very well. He he's been selling. He's been, uh, you know, he's been a good sport, and he's been, yeah. He just seems like he he loves he loves the biz, and it came out very good. Would I say it's the best celebrity match? WWE, I'd say what's the one of the best celebrity tag matches yeah. in WWE. I think Pat McAfee was one of the best celebs in WWE. That's fair. Um, Ooh, yeah. Oh, that's a weird one because now I don't know is he still a celebrity or is he more talent well, now? Well, that's the same with Bad Bunny. He's been there like two months. Yeah, he's. he's a, I mean, there, he's I'm been a mainstay on Raw. He's got more TV time than most I people. Think... I think Randy Orton was essentially calling him a WWE superstar, exactly. praising him on Twitter. So yeah, okay, we, we can we'll call everyone's first match their their celebrity match, and then after that, it's like all right, well, I guess they're just contracted superstars. Um, I think it was really good. Uh, I think maybe we've lost Scott. Yeah, I think he's just awkwardly frozen. Anyway, um, anyway we'll, we'll carry on, Scott. If you could hear us, just sign out and sign back in. <laughs> I think that Bad Bunny. And Damien Priest have been a great duo. I think it's been a good way of making Damien Priest look very strong. Um, and then he lost on the night after. Okay, cool. Anyway. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's been good. And I think that was a smart way, if they continue it, it's it's a smart way to keep Damien Priest, or to, to just introduce Damien Priest, because he debuted with Bad Bunny, right? Yeah, he did. Um he debuted at the Rumble, so technically, yeah, same show as Bad Bunny. And then the next night in Raw, I was like, "Oh well, these two are are, are, are friends now, I guess." Um, right. Well, that's that's it's... that's great. Like, I, I personally, I personally love that when they use a celebrity in tandem with their own talent. And I think this is a perfect uh, start to do it with, not just pair him with. Because what they could have done, because his the reason he was there is because uh, of his song with Booker T, right? Uh, Called Booker yeah. T. Where Booker yeah. T just stands there and then says, "Can you dig it, sucker?" Yeah. But to pair him with Damien Priest, brilliant move. It introduces Damien to the to the mainstream. It was just like that's such a good idea. It's so great. Uh, and then you don't have him lose on the next show. But whatever. The guy in his pants. We'll get to that. Yeah, we will get to that. Otherwise, great show. I think um, Miz and Morrison's uh, intro was shite. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Because yeah. they, they here's what they should have done. Because firstly, they were out of sync with their music, and it was obviously they weren't seeing it. That's the point. But they should have just played that up, right? They should have just not sung at all instead of trying to sing over uh, the it, and they should just lip sync and then like been out of sync and then like like stop talking and then like the music continues and whatever. And then yeah. all the half the bunnies had lost an ear. Some of them were like, holding their head on, and it was just fucking awful and then bad bunny had a great uh uh truck she came which, in on which truck. was cool yeah he had pyro for the I, road I, I, that he was driving on <laughs> that's why he had yeah, pyro on the I, road you know what i yet again i think i don't know what's happened to me whether i've marked up heavily but i yet again i liked it yeah, i too. liked it i thought it was campy and daft and it made him look kind of cool uh you know just them being if, like wrestlemania's back 
all the pyro. Put it on the road. Do it. Get it out. Put it on the road. Imagine walking home the pyro like, truck. late at night and just suddenly the road starts sparking. <laughs> they, they were driving the pyro truck <laughs> and it just, like, they, they hit a bump and it all fell off and they were like, they're like, oh, v- Mr. Vince, I'm so sorry. He's like, <laughs> I love no. it. I love it. <laughs> we're doing it live. Anyway, <laughs> next match, go. Let's speed all this. We've got a whole other night to do. We, we do. Uh, yeah, then it ended on arguably the match I'm tied with for probably my favorite of the weekend, which was Bianca Belair defeating Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm stuck between this and the Cesaro match for my favorite. Um, but yeah, hands down, one of the best women matches I've seen on WWE's main brand, possibly ever. It was just so well done. It was great. Um, it's it's weird because we we had uh, Rhea and Belair coming up, right? And they were two yeah. NXT stars. Uh, and m- when when you had Rhea feuding with Charlotte, I did just, I just didn't expect uh, for it to 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 end up be uh, like Belair being the one in the main event, and and you know being the one winning on the first night and uh, well just main eventing. Uh, full stop. Like, but boy, was it fucking great! You know, like great build, great fucking match, amazing reaction at the end, and it just was such a great way to finish a night. Um, yeah, no, they couldn't have done that better. Uh, yeah. Interestingly, the same. I think it was Tyson Kidd that uh, produced that match. He also produced the uh, tag team turmoil match as well. So you, you, it's like uh, you know, you get the good. It's good with the bad. Yeah, I guess I guess he used all of his energy on the main event because, like, that was very night and day booking on his path. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. Um, it, it was it was an interesting going because like I, I felt like they hadn't really built Bianco up well enough as the new up and coming star. I felt like there was a lot more they could have done in regards to the build to that main event. But then when she got in the ring, she kind of more than proved why she's deserving of being in that spot. Um, she just had an answer for everything that Sasha threw. I mean, I mean that bit where it's the suicide dive, she catches her, rolls through, and then just oh. kind of the back to the ring. Yeah. Kind of says all. Obviously, she looked like it was struggling a little bit, but at the same time, that's pretty damn impressive. If anything, um, that makes it more baby facey. Uh, yeah. Because what she could have done, walked her up and then thrown her out. Or thrown her off and thrown her onto something, but it, it was it was very baby face in that she walked all the way up just to get her back in the ring and be like, "You're getting us in the fucking ring, baby. Let's go." In the ring. Solid, just just great, great baby face work. Great. Uh, it's it's weird having your baby face being the one that's you know stronger. Um, mm. it's it was just it was solid and and with a very heelish weapon in the form of that weave because i mean yeah. that well it fucking left as well Jesus oh and Christ. the sound it made yeah. the, the echo great yeah killer absolutely killer anything you want to add to it scott given you've been in and out of the chat <laughs> uh, literally like my internet has been great since my brother moved out i'm not blaming him or anything but this is the one and only time that my booster has gone down um and it chose this time to go down. Uh, so I'm not just using the main Wi-Fi instead. Um, yeah, the only thing I'll say about uh, about this is it said, it, I think Sasha Banks trying not to break character, but not being able to help smiling at this wonderful WrestleMania moment, but yeah. still kind of trying to sell it as a heel. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of tell she's really happy for Bianca. Kind of says it all. 
like it's it's a really really it was like a the perfect way to end a yeah. great night one well yeah i'll tell you what one one way that wasn't was uh well michael cole went from a very good call at the beginning where it was just like for the first time two black women are main eventing wrestlemania to to sasha banks kicked out she kicked out sasha banks kicked out (laughs) way way into bianca's music coming on he's still determined (laughs) my 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 guy straight up like uh you know was like uh la la land one that's what he did that's what he did right there this guy (laughs) Jesus. Oh, cool. it oh, was wow. Corey who Corey genuinely had to correct him about five seconds into Bianca's song and her celebrating the fact that she just won. The bell had also rang, so Cole's still there. Like she kicked out, she kicked out. Ah, I mean, night one was just full of little botches here. I mean, the ring announcer was probably an even bigger fuck-up than that, potentially, but I understand it kind of did dampen what was meant to be a huge moment, but it, it couldn't ruin it altogether. It was still a terrific way to end night one. Uh, so we'll shift yeah, it to that, night two. We, we won't remember that by next year. They'll, they no, will have no. scrubbed that. Yeah. No, no. Like, be- like Becky's pin on Ronda. Remember that? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop getting women's We won't remember wrong. that. We won't remember that. We won't remember that. Like we just didn't. We won't remember that. It was <laughs> night two. Night two. Night, night two. two. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, like night two opens with the absolute wet fart of the fiend around your. Yeah. So that, so uh, yeah. So anyway, the second match is. Um, hmm? <laughs> We're not uh, even going to mention any of it. Honestly, I don't think we fucking should. Let's just not. The, the, intro, the, the, only, the only thing was the cool. First match of night one. The only that thing way. that was cool uh, is that uh, Bliss had that bleeding crown. That's cool. Cole's, Cole's commentary as well was on stellar point. That that box like structure. It's got the handle <laughs> on was, Michael. I think that it's was Byron. I think that was Byron that said box like structure. <laughs> no, I'm sure it was Cole. It, it was Cole. Cole. It was oh. Cole. Here I am trying is to it... like give Cole some credit, but no. <laughs> it's such a Cole call too. Yeah. It's like it's like oh, it's good joining you guys today on this audio recording program. Um, <laughs> talking well, about, I can't remember who got doused in blood one time. It might have been Bala in their feud with it, anything to do with the fiend. It's always just like, uh, oh, he's he's doused him in some kind of thick red like substance. Is that custard? What? And it's just like <laughs> it's just like it's meant to be. It's blood, but it's just like what is that viscous viscous. <laughs> that's just legit how he is as a person he gets like giving a pizza and goes what is this discus bread like structure (laughs) you know (laughs) i'm nearing the end of what uh, might be the the a great night that's uh that's how he tells (laughs) you that he's finishing oh it's boss time (laughs) vintage (laughs) Uh, he, uh, to bring it briefly back to night one, he even said it again in Sasha's entrance, uh, and I was like, "Leave it." Um, <laughs> why? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Pack it in. We're fed up. Uh, but, but yeah, back back to this uh, match two. 
But I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> the, the Fiend's entrance is good, and I'll leave it as that. I like the Fiend's entrance. Just just treat him like you did Kane back in the early 2000s. Yeah, um, the, the, the out of the jack-in-the-box entrance I thought was great. Uh, and then the rest of the match happened, and now we move on to match two. Yeah, like all I said, the fact that the entrances were longer, about the same length as the match on night what night one says it all. But yeah, um, and then kind of carrying on that downward trend was the women's tag team title match, which Naira and Shayna retained against the winners from night one, Natalia and Tamina. Um, don't don't really remember much of this match because it it was a very forgettable match. Yeah, uh, to be fair, this is probably one of one of the big matches in WrestleMania where I just was I just couldn't help but stop concentrating. I respect Shayna in the ring. Jax has her better days, but they're rare. Um and you know, Natalia's good. Um and Tamina's very credible as a, as a as a as a as a as a anyways. Um <laughs> <laughs> when I when I said move on to match two, it's because I forgot what match two was. <laughs> Let's move on to match three. Hey, let's, uh, let's skip over that. And then on a slightly more upward direction was Kevin Owens defeating Sami Zayn with Logan Paul. I mean, best thing of the night seeing Logan Paul get stunned. That was worth it. That yeah. I I would have paid I, I would have paid the commission just to see that happen. To oh, be yeah, fair. Yeah. I think I think very very solid of him. To just respect and and sell pretty well, he sold it like uh, you know, just like a, a a basic sort of takeover. But he sold it like I think that was that was like a solid sell. I would put it up yeah. there. What's your, how would you rate that uh, in in the in the greatest sells of uh, of a stunner from zero I'd to a... not quite not quite the Rock and not quite Vince. Uh, like the first time Vince takes one somewhere in the in between a Foley. Yeah, maybe a yeah. Tell you one person, uh, this is a bit of a sidetrack now, but one one person who I think uh, sold the stunner, it depends on the sell you're looking for. If you're looking for The Rock overselling, one person who I think sold the stunner the best and most believably was Bret Hart. There's one, well, a lot of them, he, he sells it where he just takes it and then just goes catatonic, like hit and then just, just like, it looks like his neck takes all of the force and he just mm. falls to the ground. Because that's that's what a stunner is supposed to be. It's supposed to be like boom, and then all of the pressure goes like right to your neck, and yeah. you know knocks you out. Uh, and he he sold it like that. Uh, I think I would give it a good old seven out of ten for Logan, especially for his first time. Uh, he no. stayed down. It was solid. He sold it. He sold it well. I mean, I think this is the thing. Like a lot of people have been telling me, apparently Logan Paul isn't as much of a dick as he used to be. I, I, I and from looking at this, it seems like he was kind of. He was behaving himself and just going along with everything. I think if this had been him two years prior, he would have tried to basically derail the whole match and try and be the center of attention. But this time, he just he just stayed off to the side. He didn't try and make it all about him. It was strictly about these two. And he played up being a heel. I mean, like yeah. people were booing him. People weren't happy, and he, he played up to it. And he sold well. It's like what weird thing having Bad Bunny and Logan Paul, the two non-wrestlers, be two two of the better sellers of the the two days. Like it's so funny to me, almost. Yeah, no, I I think he did great. Um, doesn't mean I like him as a person, but it does oh, mean no. that I I very much respect him for recognizing that he is a heel in real life and being like, oh, yeah, I'll just give him this one. 
Yeah. yeah. He knows he knows his role and shuts his mouth. Um after that, it was Sheamus defeating Riddle for the United States Championship. Uh, probably more, might be my favorite match of the second night, bar the main event. I thought it was really sound. I mean, it was worth it alone just for that finish. It's mm. it's great. It is it is very good. Um, that bro kick was absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, when I take off my shoes, birds don't come out. <laughs> And and they don't have little pirate hats on either. And they don't wink at camera. I don't know if this is if this is Vince going like, well, he uh, he does weed, and uh, you know, uh, you're you know when you're high, uh, birds spin around your head, right? Uh, uh, Turning to just. I don't know, the dementia doctor or something. Quiet Pritchard, um, it's a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I think that kind of CGI could work. It could be pretty interesting. But they, they like, these PNGs of birds fly like, ah! like right at the screen. <laughs> it's, it's basically like, it's just like, he flicks off the shoes and then in come the birds like. And it's, <laughs> it's awful. Tell you what, these graphics remind me of. Uh, if you guys have been to a theme park and gone to the 4D rides, like the 4D yes, cinemas, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Trek 4D, they Trek all remind 4D. me of that. And it, it, this is especially, I think this is the moment. This is the moment where it resonated with me with the birds, because I thought it was going to come out of camera towards me and start fucking making out with me or something. <laughs> like, like uh, the Honey I Shrunk the Kids ride at Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's like, it's like. <laughs> Uh, I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine a CGI, uh, uh, like PS One era looking riddle, like going, did, 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 flicking off his shoes, going, ah, birds coming out, and then going, you got a spare, in like a really, <laughs> in a really shit bowling alley. I'm just waiting now for the point where home home entertainment technology is like a 4D simulator ride at Universal Studios. And then we get like the riddle flip flop kick, and a flip flop actually comes and hits you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Now we're part of the wrestling. Now we have to sell it at home as well. So if the flip flop hits us, we have to sell. Yeah, yeah. Get riddle over. Uh, match is good though. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Great bro kick. Seamus is great. Seamus, very much scooter, his. I guess. Yeah, very. Uh, Seamus is this, this is very much Seamus's time. I love Seamus now. Yeah, I mean, Seamus has always been pretty solid. Yeah, true, true. true. It's a shame for fame. <laughs> anyway, oh, um, words are true. I make you, you believe. believe. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> I actually one of my favorite themes of all time. Can't I lie. wanted to bring it back. I wanted to bring it back. It's way better than what he's got now. It's a good. That's a good theme he's got. It's okay. I love. I fucking adore just like him being so pale that when the light shines on him, it's just like ah. <laughs> 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 That's why there's no sun in Ireland. Everyone would just be blind. Shiny man. Uh. Following that was uh, Apollo Crews defeating Biggie for the IC title in the Nigerian drum fight. It was it was a street fight. Yeah, there were, well, there were drums. I'll have you know. <laughs> and, and, there was and no they, street. And it they was didn't. Just, you, 
They didn't use a if single there was a, one. If there was a street, there would be fireworks on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I just... Uh, a, a fu- yeah. It's so funny. Because they someone someone got paid money to spend all that effort buying the drums. Then they probably got someone else to arti- articulately like put the drums around the so rings. So it's to nice. spray paint them all green. Perfect. Yeah, that's perfect setup right there. Yeah, that's good. good that's good. good. Anything? Any? Anything else we know about Nigeria? No. Uh, okay. Pendo cool. <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a gong <laughs> which got more use than the fucking drums did I mean hey but though speaking speaking of raw underground garage Dabakato yeah Dabakato <laughs> I completely uh, I completely forgot his name and I'm pretty sure I called him Babatunde when he came out <laughs> <laughs> um it's <laughs> Was an interesting finish. If you're yeah. setting, you're setting up an. If the reason that they broke up the hurt business is because Vince was like, "Well, we can't have two black stables." If that was the reason, then I'm pissed <laughs> off because that's genuinely something that I feel like would go through his head, where he's mm-hmm. just like, "Well, we can't have no way, we can't have that." Wow. Uh, but if this is setting up some kind of stable, Nigerian stable, sure, why not? I guess. I uh, they're gonna all have like because he had the coat on. They're gonna all have. The, the that kind oh, they're of gimmick. All, they're all gonna look like fucking Coming Tony twenty twelve. Well, like look at the jacket. It was apparently it was like it was someone through the rumor mill say, saying that his rumor mill rumor mill rumor mill rumor mill. Uh, something through the rumor mill saying that his new name is like General Aziz or something like that. Yeah, they've changed his name apparently. Yeah, that's the reaction I was expecting. I saw that one after Raw. And you'll Things. soon know how Raw made me feel, and that made me feel more so. And just like th- there's there's giving out there's there's paying homage to the past. The past was great, but that's the wrong bit. That well, is it, such it, the wrong if, bit. If you're gonna if you're gonna do a gimmick that is like uh, a heritage type thing, right? If you're gonna do um, paying respect to something, I feel like you shouldn't bring in. That kind of imagery. Yeah. I feel um, I feel like Vince watched Coming to America for the first time and just went, yes. This no, he, I don't know. <laughs> that's not the same. Coming to America at least has like some especially I mean the newest one has just come out, but like at least that has some kind of um pride and and uh and positive imagery. This is I'm just very worried that Vince is just gonna make Boko Haram too. Uh, and <laughs> I'm worried know? who's going to try and reel into it as well. Like, well, is is I that why know. they got that? Is that why they took away Cedric and Shelton to then put them in big general jackets and call they're them gonna, very, very racially dicey names? Like, they're going to get Kofi to come back in and join the stable, but then give him a dodgy accent again. No, they're going to make him do a Jamaican accent that's trying to put on an African one. Yeah. Make it go perfect. full circle. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Pritchard, Garrett, write this down. Garrett just looks sad at all this. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, well, I, I, I 
genuinely, here's here's how I know that it's going to end up being booked, right? They're going to... Black Panther 2, I believe, comes out next year. Uh, and somehow, Vince is going to make that part of it. He's going to just, like, make them start doing this. Because well, hey, MVP from already, already has mm-hmm. the get-up, though. He already... Does the he, he wore he, yeah he wore that and it was pretty sick gear to be honest yeah. with you, uh, but yeah I don't know it's it's weird I really like Apollo Cruz though yeah me too oh, yeah. me too me too He's and and yeah six out of ten not enough drums <laughs> remember Chekhov's gun dudes Chekhov's Chekhov's drum <laughs> Chekhov's drum. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, fi- fi- final note on that is that Apollo shouldn't. I think he, he shouldn't have needed someone. I think no. Well, they're just they're just gonna break them up in in four weeks. So yeah, it, it it won't last. As as we've seen with more stables that they try to make now, even the successful ones will not last as long as they should. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Next match was Rhea Ripley defeating Asuka to become the Raw Women's Champion. If I thought it took a while for the match to get going, and when it did, it was good. But there was no final act structure to it if you get what i mean it just felt like yeah it, it, she hits, it's kind of she passing from my mind to be honest yeah it just kind of it was just a match it was fine yeah um yeah i know they could put on a better match it's like shinsuke and aj again for me you know what genuinely they should have saved this to to main event raw the next night yeah yeah but i heard and, they didn't and... have a good one on raw though no, the one on, this, the one this, on Raw this was would better. have moved it to then, so you know. So it could have been better, is what you're saying. Right. What I'm saying is let their main event Raw, and okay. I feel like this this would have been better and more of a moment. I understand why it was a mania, but... The one on Raw was better, apart from the ending, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I mean, we'll it was just nice seeing Rhea get a win back from last year, but the match could have been better for sure. And then rounding off was the triple threat: Roman Reigns defeating Edge and Daniel Bryan to reclaim the Universal Championship. Solid main event. Really enjoyed it. It was perfectly entertaining. You had everything you'd kind of want out of a triple threat scenario, and I thought all three men looked basically amazing throughout the whole match. It was very good. I think that the crowd are a little bit tired of Bryan. Um, he didn't seem quite as much to the pop as he used he used to. Right, there was people chatting, yes, but it wasn't nowhere near as how it used to be. There were either there were quite a few no's that I heard as well. Um, but to be honest with you, I think this match was fine, good. Uh, I would have had a triple threat main event, another pay per view, and I would have, I genuinely think Edge and Edge and Roman could have carried this better, just Mm. as those two. Um, yeah, I think that that would to me would have been a better story, just having them. Spear versus spear. There, there was that. There was that the spot where them flashing into each other. Well, they had that spot where they did. Yeah. They both did a spear, and it was like that's so stupid. I love it because it's it's the kind of thing I did with like uh, my my action figures when I was a kid. I was like, <laughs> what, if they, what if they both speared at the same time? <laughs> uh, and then they did, and I was like, this is, this is as good as I imagined it. I mean, um, it's it's just about the same as when two people try and go for a crossbody at the same time. Now it's better because they like kind of head almost headbutted. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> I I like I like the spot where they both got the submission and on a uh, Roman and they're both just headbutting each other. I I thought yeah. that 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 was very Daniel Bryan. 
very Daniel oh, Bryan. It was. It didn't look very impactful for a lot of it, though. That kind of just felt a little bit like. <laughs> I don't know. I felt that felt a little bit. The the, the spot was cool, but it was. It, it wasn't like Shibata and Ishii headbutting each other. No, it was yeah. Very much more WWE safe, but um. So someone did. It's a great comparison that Roman and Seth are brothers to the end with the face selling that they had. Because someone put the picture of Rollins where he does that really, you know, that wacky screaming yeah. face, and then it's Reigns. He, he did look very cartoony when he had the chair in his mouth. They sell well. Sell well. Solid match. Solid ending to Mania. Who Roman, did you have? Who did you have for the main event, by the way? Uh, Roman. Edge. Brian. Oh, foolish. <laughs> foolish. I was I was a little surprised when he won it. I mean, it was it was quite a solid way just to keep showing how dominant he was by the fact he pinned both men at the same time. But then it brought up the the questions of but did Brian technically pin Edge? Yes. Oh, way around. Yeah. Are they gonna lean into that in SmackDown? Who no. can tell? No. <laughs> they, they won't <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that build went nowhere. Uh but yeah, overall I think it was, um, I'd say, night one was solid, and then night two was very much of a mixed bag. Overall, it was a very resulted in a mixed bag of a mania. I'd say just watch night one and have fun with it. Yeah, I I would say um, it's certainly better than a lot of the manias that I've watched live because we, mm. Greg, I, 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 if I'm to reference a night when I uh, slept through the entire main event of one mania and missed nothing. Oh yeah, um, yeah. That was, that was uh, Reigns versus Triple H. Triple H. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Scott made it right until that match thawed, fell asleep, and then woke up right at the end. We're like, yeah, you didn't miss much. It was absolutely sleepy, large. lad. Sleepy boy. <laughs> sleepy boy. Uh, yeah. What one? Uh, I'd say a solid seven out of ten mania. Like night two, let it down a little bit. If night two was a little bit, if if Fiend was a little bit better, if Women's Tag was a little bit better, um, it would have been. Closer to an eight point five, but it had been up there as well. well the best, best you know, I think that was a that was a really good season finale, and then you know, I think it's good that the show didn't get picked up for any more episodes, and it didn't continue, <laughs> and that's the end of WWE for now. Maybe they'll do a reboot down the line. Maybe, uh, Maybe. under but, a different but but you know what? If you're gonna end. WWE uh, on what are we on season thirty yeah. seven, I think I think that's a this is a solid ending point and um and yeah well that's uh, been a it's been a uh, a pleasure talking to you all and that's the end of the podcast and uh, uh, yeah we're done. <laughs> Raw after mania. Raw after mania. Um. So here's the here's the thing. I've only seen a couple of highlights and I've only heard. About how bad it was, so would oh, so we like can just take... lie to you. Yeah, go for it. Would anyone like to take the lead on this and kind of go through Scott. everything for me? Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Uh, yes. Would you like <laughs> to take the lead on this? Absolutely. Let's get the Wikipedia up and go through it bit by bit, baby. Okay. Ah. <laughs> uh... Because here's the, here's the thing, like Raw after WrestleMania, they've built it up now with such mystique that it's always going to be like, oh, it's going to be the best Raw of the year. And yeah. you know what? Typically, it can be. It's it, there's usually a good return. There's usually a lot a happens. Usually, return. there's a. Yeah. It, it, it's it's it is the season premiere. You know, it's yeah. You got to start like, strong. It's like you end it on a on a. 
you close up a bunch of stories at Mania, and then you're like, let's make some stories going forward. Let's go. Because WrestleMania is the culmination. You don't want a WrestleMania match to be the midpoint of a story. You know, you want it to be... It, it's, a, it's the show of shows. It's where everyone goes to settle a difference. And that's that's the way this is why the raw after mania is such an important thing. It has to convince people that like, you know, it only gets better. We're gonna continue stories, we're gonna build them and 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 the champions that have just won are gonna, you know, continue. It's gonna be it's gonna be good and fun. Uh and then the camera's turned on. <laughs> oh boy, did they <laughs> Oh, right. Okay, this might not be in completely chronological order because um, there's not a Wikipedia on it yet. I'm going on the Give Me Sport website. Um, <clears throat> but they do have uh, bold and uh, subtitles, which are the things I'll go over with you. Um, first one, um, like I said, may not be in chronological order, um, but Bobby Lashley defeats Matt Riddle. I believe this happened when Bobby Lashley... Um, following his unbelievably accredited win at WrestleMania in front of a live crowd, walked backstage to find Grand Matalik, Humberto Carrillo, and someone who asked for an autograph. And he was like, yeah, sign the autograph. Then Riddle was like, I'm funny and annoying. And Lashley was like, yeah, you are. I'm not going to give you a match. Riddle was like, are you sure? And Lashley was like, actually, yeah, come on then. And then they had a match <laughs> um, <clears throat> where Lashley, um, I think I saw some kind of statistic earlier today where uh, someone calculated the fact that Lashley had 98% of the offense whilst Riddle had the sub subsequent 2% and was, of course, defeated by Bobby Lashley in a very, very dominant win. And I get... I get making him look strong, but Riddle, Riddle's already lost. Riddle lost to Sheamus. Riddle's just lost his title the night before. Why would you have him lose so decisively in such a mind-splitting burial of a man we know is an accomplished MMA fighter, and he got decked the entire match? I don't know what Karen's doing. <laughs> I it it's probably painfully <laughs> obvious now that uh <laughs> oh <laughs> something painfully macabre about that. <laughs> no, I think I think it's just obvious that maybe Vince is kind of done with Riddle now. He's probably like, ah, he, he's not as funny as he once. Yeah, I don't want to play play with you anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, it's just such a shame because I mean we're we're all big fans of Riddle. I mean we all saw him back when he was on the Indies, and we all had loved him in NXT. And his main roster run has just been—I got for one thing, I, I I I did quite like a lot of his backstage segments. I thought they were funny when he was just playing up to that type. But it was just the fact that when it came to the in-ring stuff, they just weren't letting him shine like he could be. And this is prime example. Here's, here's the thing. They've given him uh, uh, flip-flop birds. <laughs> All right, He's next match. Bird guy. <laughs> like, 
just before we go, uh-huh. Riddle Riddle said when he joined NXT, he was like, I would love a match against Brock Lesnar. And we were like, fuck yeah. Imagine Not that. Now. Imagine <laughs> that. But no, now now he'd just get the ricochet treatment if it ever happened. But he's so, he's a he's a credible MMA guy and a really good wrestler. No, well, here's the thing: no one on the roster, no one on the roster could probably beat Matt Riddle right now in a fight. No one, literally, no. fucking no one on the no. roster could beat Matt Riddle because he's legit. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if he could topple and and take Lesnar to the ground as well. Um, you know. I mean, there are weight classes for a reason, but yeah, Riddle is fuck. He's fucking legit. <laughs> he's also high all the time, <laughs> and he's legit. Uh I just, I don't know. Whatever, we'll see. Sad. Uh, I was at one point, Bobby Lashley threw the scooter, and I was like, feel that. Um, <laughs> um, Viking Raiders return. That's good. That's uh, machine returned. Yes. Well, yeah. Machine. War Machine. They're, they're War Machine, aren't they? Well, they've uh, ever since they were given that title and name or whatever, they've you know they've raised the age for like TV TV thirteen or TV fourteen or whatever. Anyway, mm. just call them at least War Raiders. At least yeah. Fridge Raiders is better than fucking Viking <laughs> whatever. Um, Get good sponsorship out of that as well. Mm-hmm. I say raise it to TV fourteen to call them Kill Bastards. Then I'll be happy. <laughs> Uh, they they however defeated um two people i really really like as in cedric alexander and shelton benjamin and they defeated them decisively uh well there was a bit of a back and forth they did get their offense in uh but as per usual this match wasn't about them it was about the viking raiders um and and it showed it was quite nice seeing them together in the ring again I like the both of them. I like everyone in this match, um, but this is an altogether horrible roar, um, and it made me feel bad for Cedric and Shelton because I—they're both some of the best wrestlers on the roster right now. Yeah, hundred percent agree. So, what else happened upon the car crash? Uh, well. Gentlemen, let me guide you to uh, the windshield uh, to show you uh, what's happened over there. Rhea Ripley versus Asuka. A little bit better than their Mania program. However, um, uh, in a... um, So that's me. I bet you're wondering how I got here moment. Um, Charlotte kicked them to get a DQ because beforehand she made this big shoot speech about her being well upset about not being on Mania um, and b- b- because all the women roster hate her because of the Andrade interview but that wasn't said um, but she ran down everyone she she made she made a statement look being a heel again which is great they were actually piping in booze to the Thunderdome fine um, but yeah the match ended in DQ and I hate it <laughs> Yeah, I heard I heard this happen, and I, I was kind of confused as to what a why did she come out before the match? Like, if if you're bringing her back as like a heel again, why not have the surprise speech? She comes out at the end of the match to end the match, then do the speech that she did. Yeah, and it I, depends. I, was I was she? If it was meant to be a shoot, that speech. It, it depends if through the day she was advertised for the show, um, because that's what the uh, TV. That's what Peacock would would say. 
And that's what all these... Uh, it's the same with um, TNT on AEW. They were pissed off that they didn't announce Sting. Yeah. Uh, they said, why the fuck didn't you announce Sting? That would be really good for ratings. And they were like, oh, sorry. We like wrestling, so we're not going to do that. Yes. Um, it's why they didn't announce Christian. They announced uh, uh, All of Paul White. They announced Paul White, who could announce a, a, a signing. Um, and if if you know WWE think that that uh, you know she'll be good for ratings, then they don't give a shit if it's a if it's a. Uh, what was she, what she announced? Surprise! That's what I'm saying. It might have been on on TV over there, where it was just like she's gonna yeah. be here later. Come and watch. But even then, you would have had like a Facebook post or something about it. We we'd have heard something. It would it would possibly not, possibly not. Gen- we we don't get a lot of the advertising that they get, uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, because of you know the recent acquisitions, there's a lot going on about you know who's getting what and what's not. Fair enough. Before this as well, there was another promo I missed out because I forgot about it, and rightfully so. Uh, and it's a shame because it's Rhea Ripley who's doing the uh, promo, and it's just. Your bog standard. You have your WrestleMania win. How do you feel? WWE script, wooden, wooden presentation. Something she might have been given about five minutes before she got on camera. Uh, She briefly wrote on her palm or something to remember. I feel sorry for her and the poor bastard who was probably sweating bullets writing that. I did it. I won at WrestleMania. <laughs> Less all way fuck. Uh <laughs> oh, why am I so sweaty? <laughs> <laughs> like like literally two nights ago were some of the best backstage interview promos that have happened in WWE for a while and it kept them propped up for a good half hour and it was some great camera it was some great character work. All right, ready, ready, uh, quick fire. Now, uh, you've just been thrown out. You're Rhea Ripley. Give a, give a, give a, uh, I've just won speech. Go, Scott, go. Uh, I'm great. Uh, oh, look at my spiky coat. Greg, uh, go. Um, I'm, I'm great. I, I am brutality. Wasn't my end. <laughs> WrestleMania entrance cool, even though she couldn't sing. I, all right, I'm Rhea Ripley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I was down under, but now I'm up and over. And then she holds up the title for 20 minutes. <laughs> I like that, actually. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch that. <laughs> and then she says, Suffer and Succotash. Next match, go, Scott. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, give, keeps on giving. Uh, Miz and John Morrison. Um, have Miz TV with a returning Maurice, who I think is the only return on this Raw after WrestleMania. I get it, not Viking having any Raiders. fans. Vi- Viking Raiders, yeah, but like, yeah, okay. Let's but put, it, put also... it this way: there was no big NXT call up on this Raw, or there was no mm. re- big returning name after years off TV, was there? It was all just talent that's already there, pretty much. Yeah. It's because uh, uh, it's because the season finale of uh, Miz and Misses was that that evening. Yeah, 
Um, there was even on the YouTube channel uh, highlights of Miz and Mrs. in like amongst the Raw highlights as well. So I thought when looking at that that it was part of Raw and it was something I might have missed. Um, but no, um, see, there's the Miz TV segment. Damien Priest interrupts. They all praise Bad Bunny, all of them. Heel hmm. and face. They're like, Bad Bunny was dope. To be fair, he was. Uh, and uh, then they're like, oh, let's have a match. Oh, wait, it's a two-on-one handicap match. But Miz and Morrison aren't in their ring gear. They're just in their suits. Through the match, Miz up and ends up in his underwear. Uh, and through Maurice, dis- I guess Maurice distracts at points. But then also Miz gets a dirty pin in his underwear on Damian Priest. And they win. Whatever. It's fine. I'm making Damian Priest look like a bit of a tit, but... Mm. I mean, he's, he already seems to be going on the pile of failed NXT call-ups if this is how they're going to put We'll see, we'll see. He got a high-profile Mania match uh, in... And, and but Bad Bunny out, outshone him. Yes. But Next he was match, meant please, to. <laughs> but, but Bad Bunny was... Bad Bunny was meant to outshine Damian Priest because it, it was... was so... It was in some way supposed to be a, I hope, supposed to be some kind of symbiotic thing yeah right where they help each other um but like that everyone was there to put the platinum winning celebrity guy over uh like because he's a big he's big guest look at all the merch sales he's getting us put him over and he did well um but then you think oh as reward for doing such a good job of getting him over he'd get better than this and he got this what's this this ain't good He's no. in his pants. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> There's e- even the even the picture. It's daft. He's in his. It, it looks like weird missionary. Anyway, <laughs> where were we? Uh, oh yeah, uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defeat uh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke by countout. Next match. <laughs> we did say we'd talk about this later. <laughs> I'm okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's all just falling apart. See, in Sun Tzu's um, famed book, The Art of War, uh, uh, it specifically mentions the part where to truly defeat your enemy, you must, I guess, run away. So That's true here? victory. So, so what was, did they legit just leave the match and they try to build that up as that was the better thing to do? So the thing that right. was the thing that was happening in this segment was that they were referencing the moment at WrestleMania because of the weather and the slippery ramp. And she didn't even slip up that bad. Mandy yeah. Rose slipped up once. Like, minor. She recovered. Dana Brooke barely even noticed it happened. Ha ha ha. You know, wasn't even that big a wrestling moment. Because you know what? We didn't mention it earlier. So it mustn't have been that big. Um, and so, like, they were putting that over. And Nia Jax is still, still reeling from my the my whole thing was pretending to make fun of her, then slips, then they start laughing, 
Nijax gets mad, hmm. bearing in mind this is a title match. Right. The challengers get wary, get onto the ramp, and they go, oh, nah, nah, on our, this is on our terms. Nah, we're, we're fine. We don't want anything to do with that. And they're getting counted out. And it goes all the way to 10. And I, I think, I can't remember what commentator said it. It was either, I can't, I can't remember who said I, it. I heard Saxton say better, better, better to win by count out than win the titles. Yeah, they were putting over this as some kind of like genius move on the challenger's part. But they no. lost. Yeah. They lost their yeah. chance of the titles because the champions what retained. Was it? Yeah, better, to, better, to, better to lose by count out than to win like this or something? Yeah. Like, sounds like something... a Saxton line. It does sound. It probably was Saxton, but like I, I was watching it so confused. I was like, "Wait, so do they get another shot at a later date? Is that what they're?" Tr-? But then they already had their shot. I was going to say tradition what... dictates they should be at the back of the queue now, and that's their own fault. Yeah. So what? Who? Who? And then their music started playing. The guys <laughs> the mu- who got counted out. We their music. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> their music started playing <laughs> and their heels look really mad and I was like why what What just happened is that you got offered a free title retention on the Raw after Wrestlemania they just gave you that don't be pissed off I'll be over the moon <laughs> what is with this I'm spitting all over my laptop I'm angry this is just it, it, it's a, it is <laughs> Carriage <laughs> just uh, Carriage just had whiskey. <laughs> like, I think he's legit broken. I don't like wrestling anymore. Don't full screen me. <laughs> yeah, that, that that just sounds like it made little to no fucking sense. What were they thinking? Like. <laughs> I, I get it. She slipped. Ha ha. That's great. It was wet. And it's a ramp. Of course she... I'm surprised she was the only one that slipped. Don't spend it... Don't degrade the title... The tag titles even further by doing this. Yeah. Horrible. It, that just sounds like all kinds of dumb. I, I just don't understand what they were trying to achieve with that, if anything. Garrett, any parting words? No. <laughs> <laughs> Move uh, on, Scott. I think, I, think we're, I think we're killing Garrett slowly. Oh, we've gone from the car crash to the rabbit hole. Um, let me dive into it and just talk about... Um, <sighs> Uh, what's this? Oh yeah, uh, New Day that de- defeating Elias and Jackson Riker because they're an insult to the tag division. That's a what? word. That's something that Xavier Wood said because they got beaten up by Braun Strowman at WrestleMania. They're an insult to the tag division. Now, well, I, I didn't think they were even really meant to be classed as a tag team. I thought he was his bodyguard. I don't know. Me too. But not only that, 
didn't they just lose to Omos? Yeah, that is very true. <laughs> and this is something that was pointed out in the promos. But New Day were like, nah, nah, you're the disgrace, it's you. The, the, and, then, uh, and then the New Day and the New Day won in a match that was okay. I'd be kicked right. out of the writer's room in a fucking second. Because I would just <laughs> I would be like, I'd be like with the script, like just makes this doesn't make any sense. And then the next page, I'd be like, well, this doesn't make any sense. None of this, <laughs> none of this makes any sense. And they'd be like, no, but don't, uh, no, but the, they're going to walk up the ramp. And then they're going to say, uh, we don't want to win like this. And then commentary will say, this is a good idea. Uh, <laughs> and if commentary say it, it must be true. What if, what if um, we want to, okay, well, so we're, okay. It says here we're going to put Jackson Riker and Elias up, and we're, we might as well, you know, make them a tag team and, and everything. It says here that we're going to call them a, uh, a pathetic, sad excuse for a tag team. <laughs> <laughs> on, um, on, hold on, on their tag debut. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be fired very quickly. You'd be hired and fired on the same day. <laughs> You're not wrong, though. Uh, hold on, hold on. This says, um, when Matt Riddle flicks off his shoes, birds come out. Okay, this one I fucking love. This one's great. <laughs> oh, this one is really good. This one is really good. Oh, oh he's... Uh, and then he loses to Bobby in a match where he gets 2% of the offense. Okay. Good with the bad. Good with the bad. You get the good with the bad. You get the good with the bad. It's fine. Ah, uh, 50-50 booking. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> good. It puts no one over. I like it. Um, Move on, Scott. What's next? We'll, we'll finish it off um, with the main event. Um, which was a number one contender for the WWE title um, between Drew, Randy Orton, and Braun Strowman, who all came down earlier in the night and did the classic thing where, like, champs in the ring and they're like, are one. And then everyone comes down and is like, well, I want to go at that. And it's just all people who won from the night before. You're Braun Strowman's. You ran the, 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 the thing is, the thing is, the thing is, a wrestling fan's mind doesn't need uh, twenty minutes of like, uh, I won my match last night. I should be in this match. A wrestling fan's mind goes, oh, they all won their match last night. Yeah, this makes sense. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's all it needs. Doesn't need qualifiers. Yeah. It's just like. Um, the 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 SmackDown Six back in the day, right? If you put them in a main event with any combination of whoever, and just said uh, whoever wins this might, might get a chance for whatever, you'd be like, sick, they're really fucking great. Let's do it. Cool. <laughs> That's all you need to do, right? Fuck the fuck the preamble. Give him more time. Fuck it, because Orton just won his match and he was great. Uh, Drew didn't, and he shouldn't be there. Um, <laughs> and Braun Strowman won his match. And he's great. Um, I don't really know why Drew was there. They they supposedly they made a big deal a few years ago about you don't get a rematch anymore. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, that was an entire segment. A promise made, in fact, by the McMahons themselves that yeah. stopped automatic yeah. rematch clauses. Yeah, so you don't get a rematch anymore. So anyway, uh, at WrestleMania Backlash, it's a rematch between uh, Drew and Bobby Lashley. Yeah, because yeah, Drew won. Uh, and it was, a, it was a cool finish to the match. Um, like, uh, there was a pin that was broken up by a Claymore to the head, which is dope. That's um, cool. That's yeah, it was it was it was a good finish, and uh, Drew's good. I like Drew, so but uh, at least at least um, Drew's good. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this this wasn't this wasn't the right thing to do. This is this is a, a terrible idea. They should have had it be. They should have had it be either the other two. Or just yeah. someone else, and Bro- and just just start Bro- having Lashley kill Bro- people. How are them? I just don't want to see any of them in the world title picture. I want to see Braun versus Lashley just because the Hurt Lock's been a big thing, and it's like, how yeah. is he going to lock in the Hurt Lock on someone who's the size of a skyscraper? Well, see, like, I, I I do I do want to see them. I want to see Orton versus Lashley. I want to see Strowman versus Lashley. I want to see Lashley fucking destroy them to the point where you. Vince goes to um, Barack and goes, "His his four million, please come back and fight Lashley, please." <laughs> uh, and at that point, you're like, "Well, no one's beaten Lashley," mm. and you and it feels credible that they're not going to give it to Lesnar, you know. Mm. I could buy that. I could buy that. But anyway, uh, Drew will probably win it back at WrestleMania Backlash. WrestleMania colon Backlash. However. Let me take you to the ending of Raw. Because Drew winning with that nice spot would have been a great end to Raw. I claim yeah, that's, where, that's where it ended and then nothing has happened. No, nope. Um, there's a couple ways, slight ways, that I would have uh, uh, done this slightly different for it to be well received. Um, uh, but no. Uh, for and I genuinely have to look at the article to get their names. T Bar and Mace of Retribution uh, run in and attack Drew McIntyre on Bobby Lashley's uh, behalf. Um, right. Uh, uh, seemingly teaming up with uh, the Hurt Business, um, who they lost to not too long ago. They didn't come back as uh, Dijakovic and that mm. other guy. Who was the other guy? Who was Mace? Uh, uh, he's on Instagram as the Black Otaku. I can't remember his name, though. He's cool, though. He looks cool. Not right. with the retribution stuff, but like... Have we got rid the of the masks and stuff now as well? No, 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 no. no. They're still oh. there. Uh, they're, they're still they're still Mason T Bar. No sign of Slapjack uh, or Mustafa Ali uh, as as they come Mustafa in. Mustafa Ali got kicked out. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I genuinely <laughs> forgot because uh, I think that says a lot in itself. Um, my my, I I guess they're setting this up to be like, oh, so many questions. What could we do in this scenario? There's so many possibilities. We'll find out next time on Raw. Um, but I'm not interested. I'm not. No. They're clearly just making shit up as they go along. 
Yeah. The fiend stuff as well, because I know there was some fiend stuff, but apparently that didn't really fucking go on. Oh, yeah. Either. That wasn't on this page. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I forgot about the Firefly Funhouse coming back, which I guess is another return, but nothing happened on it. He just said hi to all the puppets again. It's nice to have the Firefly Fun back back. It was very campy. Uh, Sister Abigail called Alexa Bliss a bitch, which was funny. Um, yeah. But that was all that came from that. He started saying that he was reborn. Uh, then Alexa Bliss was sat on a swing with a puppet that looked like it was made by a one-year-old, and then it started talking, and it was <laughs> so dumb. Again, they're just making shit up as they go along at this point. Like, I just don't think they've got any clear vision for the bulk of the storylines, especially The Fiend in Alexa Bliss. I think literally, as weeks come along, they're like, Hey, this could be a cool idea. Let's let's do this. And yeah. most of the time now it's just coming across as well, you're just making the fiend look like like crap. You're just ruining the character over again. I think Vince just likes the challenge break to see how many times he can reinvent and keep how far back a he cool can push character. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like, ah, so you got over this time. Well, let's see if you can do it this time. And you're just like, just let him do his thing, man. Maybe he's trying to give him a, a, a free face as a foley kind of thing. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just clutching at straws here. This was the, by the way, the second most watched Raw of the year behind Legends Night. I, I feel for those people who watched it live. I really do. Mm. That's, uh, it sounded awful. Mm. It lasted forever. It lasted forever. That's what it did. I forgot about a lot of the things that happened in it. That's why I had to go and give me sport.com to find to remind myself <laughs> of what fucking happened. <laughs> uh, yeah. Garrett. That, <laughs> Garrett, are you okay? You've got anything you want to say there, buddy? I think next week, can we just talk about like <laughs> anything else? Yeah. Sure. Cool. Sure. Next week, we're talking about New Japan. Yeah. Yeah, mm. but we sure are. Don't worry about it. I mean, I think I think that's kind of like the perfect summation of this past week. Started off really good, and as it kept going, it just kept going down, down. Yeah. Hit the fucking end. Well, I think that'll probably do it for this week, lads. I think Garrett's ready to go hang himself. Again. I was, I was, I was, uh, <laughs> I was planning on streaming after this, but I genuinely, having being reminded of Raw, don't think I will. I was gonna go and I was gonna go and unwind. I was I might I was gonna play some Phoenix Wright and do some like fun voice acting and things like that. But genuinely, I might just I might just go to bed. It I'm might cheer you go up. To bed. Just stream. It might cheer you up. Forget Why? forget about it. I did. I I forgot about it until I looked on the website. Why don't we all go play Jack in Box? That'll make you feel better. Jack in like Box. box. Jack oh, box. you mean you, you mean like box like structure? Yeah, box like structure again. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> uh, well, oh. yeah. Um, if you want to check us out, you can find us on the social media. Scott, why don't you go through it? It's, it's, your, it's your debut. Uh, okay. Wow. Okay. Um, is there any etiquette I should follow, or is it just as it's as it's written? Just as it's written. Fantastic. Uh, please uh, follow the Bear Hug, po uh, Bear Hug Club podcast on Facebook and YouTube, uh, Bear Hug Club Pod on Instagram, um, and Bear Hug Club on Twitter. Um, love them because they're great, and I'm here now. 
He is here now. Um, and also, keep your eyes peeled because I am finally setting up a proper website. It'll be a one-stop shop. I've been up to find everything, so it's not all over the fucking place, including uh, my other podcast, Young Man Yellow Cloud. So keep an eye out. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, Young Man Yellow Clouds, of course. Um, <laughs> uh, I I've, can't wait for the new episode. And... Wild, wild tear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Young Man Yellow Clouds, Facebook, Twitter, uh, and YouTube. Young Man Yellow Clouds, all one word, Instagram. Um, I'm hoping to get the guys on from the Bear Club podcast at some point. I want a revolving door of guests for that show, so keep an eye out for that. But until then, I guess we'll catch you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Mwah.